0: Welcome back to the SNH Farm Supply High School Highlight Show here on Jock 98.7 ESPN Radio. Guy Newcomb, the scoreboard guy, and uh, I find myself in Doolittle, Missouri, and um, you'll find out why here in just a few minutes. But uh, uh, an honor to visit with uh, Brittany Smith and uh, Coach Matt Smith and and other members here of the family. But uh, Brittany, first, uh, hey, thanks for uh, letting me come into your your home. And, and visit with you a little bit and and allow you to tell your story. Yeah, but nope. uh, Matt Smith, uh, well known here in the mm-hmm. area. Um, your husband? Yes. And uh father of two?
1: Two. We have and two girls. Uh,
0: yeah. Brittany, uh, tell us tell us a little bit about, about what's going on.
1: Well, um, as you said, Matt is very well known around the area. We actually moved Um, to Richland area, which is where our house is. Um, But he's been the coach there for track and field for the last five, six years. Six years now actually, and took several students to state as their track coach. And then about 13, 14 months ago he was diagnosed with glioblastoma multiform. And this was very devastating to our family, of course. A very healthy guy, um, very well liked <laughs> by everybody, and I'm coming to find out more and more how well, um, but he was diagnosed with that, and our community stepped in like we never imagined. Um, we were selected for a fundraiser that our school does every year for cancer, um, called Paint It Pink. And we were very grateful for that. And they raised the most they've ever done, ever that I'm aware of. I don't think they've ever raised that much before. And we were very grateful for that. He's been through chemo twice. Well, he's been through chemo the entire time, like just different doses. Um, He's been through radiation twice. And then his first surgery was New Year's Eve of 2018, he had a craniotomy, and then started radiation and chemo soon after that. And then in August of last year, they found another tumor, um, in a different part of his brain. In his first one, the first one was in his temporal lobe. The second one was his parietal lobe. So it's higher up, but both on the left side, left side, um, and They did another surgery and that was right after school had started. Um, So he has not been able to work since that last surgery. He did have more radiation and chemo after that, but they found after, I think it was a month after his last radiation treatment was done, they did another MRI and found several, I think it was about seven lesions on different parts of his brain. And so they, tra- they switched treatments up again. Um, and so they changed, dif- they took him off chemo, can't do any more radiation. And so um, they completely changed treatments and about a month ago he had a brain bleed and that um, was in the ICU for about a week. Um, and here we are on hospice now.
0: Hospice nurse was just here.
1: Our hospice nurse was just here. He has a hospice nurse that comes twice a week. Um, He has another, he has a bath nurse that also comes twice a week. So we've got somebody in and out about four days a week. And then the rest of the time, there's just me. His dad's here to help. His mom's here to help, which is why we're in Doolittle right now. We still have our house and are so extremely grateful for the community of Richland. but we are staying in Doolittle with his mom so that we have family to help us with um, personal needs and emotional needs and our daughters and everything like that.
0: Well, I've been here about an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and seems in good spirits. Yeah, yes, been been smiling. Dad's here as well, and uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's uh, kind of uplifting see to see a guy smile
1: yes we have many people facing this type of illness or challenge a lot of people would lose their faith i feel um we have not and we don't plan on it amen (laughs) Amen. yes um we still feel god is on our side and he has helped us with where we live he has blessed us with the community that we live in to raise so much money to help with medical bills, hospital bills that we've been, um, dealt with this, the last 14 months. He's been in and out of the hospital several times. Um, and they, we got a phone call the beginning of this month that somebody paid our electric bill. I don't know who, completely anonymous, but they paid our electric bill at the house that we live in, in Richland. Um, so that was, even to this day, fourteen months later, they're still helping us in any way they can. And we've never ever had to ask for anything. We've just been blessed with so many people around us that have continued to help in any way they can. And even though they've asked and we've always said thank you and I understand that you're there and they've we don't af- we still don't ask. Even though they've offered we didn't want or we didn't want any help, but they knew we needed it. So they would still help us whenever they could. Like the electric bill, like the Paint It Pink fundraiser that they do every year. Um, Several people have brought us food. When we first found out this diagnosis, they just started randomly bringing us food. A A friend of ours started a meal train, and so many people signed up to bring us stuff that they had to add more days to it because more people were wanting to help, and but they didn't want to overwhelm us. So they wanted scheduled meals. Um, and so, we've been incredibly blessed this entire time. Even though we're going through such a difficult time, we still try to keep that smile and keep that positive going.
0: You know, Alan Hilliard here, he's alongside mm-hmm. here as well, and he kind of put me and, and Matt and you together, and. Uh you know he said you know, she's not looking for help she just wants to say thank you
1: i do and i I want to yeah. say thank you to everybody that has been there to help support us um to help support matt because yeah. the, nobody had to help nobody had to step in nobody had to do anything but they have and they're continuing to do so in any way they can
0: give me an idea as much as you can as much as you're comfortable with okay an idea of your day
1: uh, just a, a regular day yes. okay so I wake up um, we usually wake up about 5 5 30 and I get up if he needs to go to the bathroom or anything I help him do that um, but I get up I get dressed I help him out here to the living room because he can't walk on his own So I help him out here. I sit. Sometimes I'll give him his medicine before I leave, and that's it. I usually leave the house, ooh, if I can remember correctly, six, 6.30, because that's when I pick up the girls. Um, I usually leave the house around 6.30. Um, Sometimes he's awake and I bring him out here, like I had said. Sometimes he stays in bed, and I just go and I give him a kiss goodbye, and I tell him I love him, and I leave the house I let his mom know that I am leaving, and she comes downstairs to kind of keep an eye on things, especially if he's awake, um, because unfortunately he does need 24-7 care now. Um, so she stays with them until Doug gets here, which is his dad. But I go to their house and I pick up our daughters, because they kind of help me with them down the street, um, because the noise, Matt has a lot of noise sensitivity right now, And so, a four-year-old and a two-year-old, or one-year-old, she's almost two. So, a one-year-old and a four-year-old running around screaming kind of hurts his head and his ears a lot. (laughs) So, they kind of keep them down there overnight for us. And so, I'll go pick them up and then I drive to Richland. I drop them off at preschool and at the babysitters and then I go to work.
0: Wow.
1: And then I pick them up and come home. And then Doug leaves. the day. Matt's
0: been very attentive on everything you've said, making sure you're not telling any lies.
1: (laughs) I know. Oh, he'll tell me if I'm telling... He'll stop me if there's something wrong. Yeah, he knows. He
0: does indeed. Now, as much as you're comfortable with, the kind of prognosis, where where do you go from here?
1: We are currently on hospice care. Um, Unfortunately, they have said with this last brain bleed, there is no more treatment options that he's had, which... When we we first went to this new treatment, they told us it was the last resort anyways. So we kind of expected that, but they confirmed it because there was a bleed. He had to stop the treatment he was on, which was called Avastin. They had to stop that because that's a potential side effect is bleeding. Um, And they confirmed that we are no longer in trying to extend his life like we were last time. Now we are in comfort care. So they got in touch with hospice for us, and had everything set up for when we left. And now we're here just trying to live our days best we can. Um, As the school counselor in Richland, I've been blessed with an amazing um, administration and school board. So they've been letting me, um, giving me opportunity to take more time off um, because of that as well, so that I can spend that time with him. Um, especially on days that he has where maybe he's got a really bad headache or we didn't sleep well that night, I can do that as well. They kind of had some some help hired for me for this year to help so that I'm not feeling so torn between being at work and being with the kids that need me and being at home where I'm also needed.
0: What have you learned about yourself?
1: Yeah. That we're stronger than we think. Yeah. We've definitely learned that we're a lot stronger than we think we are, and, I mean how
0: important is it to have that and family and mm-hmm. friends and people you don't even know
1: yeah, yeah, we had so many help, so much help, and our family has been there to help us. Um, my family also lives in Rolla, so that's another p- positive for being here is they can help um, and then, of course, his family's surrounding us right now with where we are located and strangers have helped like I don't even know who um, helped with the electric bill but I and I don't even know if I have them on Facebook so I just said a random thank you on Facebook just wanted to let everybody know that this is the community that I live in Um, our school did with the paint it pink they did a the kids the student council students did a video and they put it on YouTube for others to see and if they wanted to help out and donate, they could. And that's some of their money. They, were, they said they were just getting checks in the mail just from different random people that they have no idea where they even lived or were from that maybe even, don't even live in the community, but they just got checks in the mail from that video.
0: How old is Matt?
1: 32, he's 32. So he's very young to be have to have this diagnosis and we've been told that by several doctors and everybody but it happens unfortunately and you just have to kind of continue to move on and you know live with the hand that you're dealt and learn to grow from it
0: what um what can people do to help? Say, say there's someone listening right now, That outside of obviously prayer.
1: <laughs> that's the one thing I was going to say is prayer, because I think that's the only thing we've truly ever asked for, is prayer.
0: Well, Anything else, anything that, that you would need? I know he loves milk chocolate. <laughs> he does love yeah. his chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he loves those chocolate shakes. Yeah. Everybody's been spoiling him by bringing him chocolate yeah. shakes, and Hershey's chocolate and brownies. So All
0: right. well, we just need
1: that support that Dylan, we can get.
0: Alan Hilliard here is alongside Alan. How did you get involved? I mean, how do you know Matt? When you walked in, he pointed right at you and smiled. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, how long have you how long have you known Matt? Oh, uh yeah. Five years since I've been coaching track. I've been yeah. a distance coach, sprinting coach, things like that. And he was instrumental the first year I coached sprinters because I didn't know anything about hurdlers. Or mm. and he's one of the best hurdlers coaches that's been around. That that's been around. And so you got connected, and you connected
1: yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. me
0: to to Brittany here, and then I invaded your your home. <laughs> no here, invasion and, uh, at all. But it's you know, it was just and like I said earlier, Alan said they don't want to help they want any help, they just wanted to say thank mm-hmm. you and and you know with this platform it's um I've been blessed um to be able to provide a platform and and uh so heck yeah, I'll drive to Doolittle I do I I'd never been to Doolittle, Missouri before. But uh always wondered why it was called Doolittle. But you guys are doing a lot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they ain't sure. Anything yeah. else you want to say?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's just thank you to everybody that's helped us and everybody that's just sent prayers even. Even if they weren't able to help and just prayed for our family, I just want to say thank you to that. Well, Because it is eternally and truly grateful. We've always been so grateful for everything that we've received.
0: All right. We're going to come back a year from now, Matt, and do this yeah. again, all right? Yeah. All right. Hey, Brittany, hmm. thank you. Alan, thanks for helping set this up. Oh, not a problem. Right. Thank you for being here. Yeah. To helping us. Hey, we'll be right back after this message. God bless.